Hello, everyone, and welcome to One for All, a weekly podcast where one married couple rewatches and reviews the anime My Hero Academia. As always, I am your host, Tanner, and I am joined today by our second wonderful co-host. I'm wonderful today? You're wonderful every day. Oh, well, thank you. I'm Nancy. Uh, Today, we're going to be discussing episode number 12, All Might. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Will there be a patented shit I mean, in maybe. this episode, <laughs> the All Might shit. Mm-hmm. Getting the the shit drop uh, mm-hmm. from the show is actually really hard because there's always some like upswelling of music in the background when it happens, mm-hmm. which is very, very sad and very disappointing because I just want to input it at certain into points the show. into the show. But how, how are you doing? We're here in 2020 land. Mm-hmm. All the holidays have passed true i am a fountain of snot it's right you've been sick yes and so i apologize if my voice is maybe not as upbeat as it should be upbeat um but i'm definitely on the mend like i can a lot of nose blowing but i feel better than i did a few days ago that's really good i was sick and now you're sick and then hopefully i don't get sick again i don't i do not want no no, would not like one of ten stars uh, yep, that's that is definitely how I would rate a cold. <laughs> would not recommend. No. Do you remember anything about this episode, like the end of the action part of the arc? Um, I remember lots of fighting, and I remember All Might being really fucking impressive. Yes, I think that that is accurate. I also remember there's lots of warp gatey, funny uh, with Twister, warp gatey Twister mm-hmm. with Purple Man. Yep. Where you got to put your left hand red, but mm-hmm. your right foot blue. Yeah, I don't remember all that details. I just remember lots of fights. Well, we will see <laughs> if I am correct. I'm sure. We, I am sure that you are. <laughs> when, when we come back to review this, and what's really cool is we're gonna like watch this. And we're gonna come back. We're gonna tell you about it, and then we're gonna hop off doing the podcast. We're gonna go watch this week's episode of season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's just that's this kind of household. Oh, yes. It's MHA all the time. All the time. Or at least once a week. Yeah. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. Depends on on if it's airing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we're not going to waste any time. We're going to jump right into it because we left off on a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. We want to know what happens. We'll see you soon. Okay, and we're back. We've watched the episode and I can tell you... It wasted no time. No. It was like, we got a lot to do. Go, 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 go. Recap. Bad things. All the bad things. Just a basic recap of everyone in trouble and uh, things looking really bad and then All Might coming in. Yep. And filling everyone with hope. They they make sure to focus on the fact that the teachers are very down. Yes, very down. I think the first thing you see is 13 going down. 13 down, Aizawa down, Mm -hmm. kids in danger. Mm Mm-hmm. All Might shows up. And there's this interesting line that Deku has in his little voiceovers, as you as we often have. Something about how deeper the darkness is, the brighter light shines, something like that, with All Might clearly being this symbolic light. Um, and that's touched on a lot in this episode, actually. It's very symbolic. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we go straight into opening credits mm-hmm. uh, from there. And when All Might arrives, like he's filled with righteous anger he's he surveys the situation and is very mad yeah about like what's happened and he points out that he had a really bad feeling mm-hmm. uh while he was having a chat with mouse principal yes 
uh, which happened many episodes ago. So if you've forgotten about that, <laughs> you would be forgiven. Uh, but he was having tea mm-hmm. and having a chat. Felt felt kind of off about everything. Came down to figure out what was going on. Ran into Tanya. Yep. On Tanya's way over, Tanya kind of explained the situation to him. And then he rushed over to find his juniors, like, all beaten up and mm-hmm. the kids in danger. And he's like, I got to do my thing. He tears off his tie. Mm-hmm. And you could tell it. he almost feels guilty. Like, if he would have been here, that things would have been different. Yeah, if he had been here, things would have been different. If he hadn't stopped a bunch of petty crime in the morning. Yeah. Like, this wouldn't have been a problem. And... He is going to give everybody the hope that they need. He he says his signature phrase, not his shit, but no. his... Uh, I am here. I am here. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. I am here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the kids are like, thank goodness. It's All Might. All Might is here. And the villains, uh, like the petty villains, on the other hand, are intimidated. They're like, oh God, it's All Might. Even though, you know, that's who they're here to take care of, basically. They're very intimidated by it. And then there's this one guy being like... Come on, guys, basically. Like, there's a million of us. You know. Like one of him. We could take him out, and then All Might rushes in and just destroys them all, saves Eraserhead, and, yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, saves Eraserhead, saves the kids. Yeah. Like, in, in quick fashion, you really get to see, like, why he is the best of the best. Like, these people can't even see him coming. They can't even see him move. Like, he's moving so quickly. Uh-huh. And... When he saves Deku and Sue and Mineta, mm-hmm. uh, he actually ends up hitting Shigaraki. Shigaraki on the way by. And we get to see that Shigaraki is crazy. Yeah, like the, one of the hands fall off of his face. And there's a line here that is actually more interesting now, given things we find out about him later, where he's like, sorry, father? Not, not going to go into that, but I think that's... that. I didn't pick up on that the first time I watched it, definitely. It just didn't seem relevant at the yeah. time. We didn't know enough about him. You were just more focusing on the fact that when the fan falls off his face, he freaks out and acts crazy. Which is really interesting because like um, Todoroki in season two, he'll be drawn differently with mm-hmm. less hands. Probably because it's really obnoxious yeah. to draw that many hands All on him. All those hands. All the time. But yeah, he's, he's batshit crazy. He wanders off. To pick up this hand and put it back on himself. And he seems to like calm down after mm-hmm. that. It's like when he doesn't, when he's not all dressed up in his gig, mm-hmm. he gets a little nervous. But he has a comment here where he's like, what I to- was told was true. Yeah. All Might's getting weaker. And that, again, is also very interesting given what we discover later in the series. Like, who gave him this information? How did he know this? Because it's the worst kept secret in the show. Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> he just read a newspaper. Yeah, he just he just saw it in a tabloid. <laughs> it was just like, uh, oh god, what's a what's a tabloid? We don't read them. But it's just like the all, sun. The sun, right? It's this just one? all might weaker yeah. with the, like a picture of him like pushing away a camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the 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 quirk times mm-hmm. or whatever it is yep <laughs> uh sitting in the local aisle of your grocery store but anyways we're not going to waste too much time there just we get to see that all might tells the kids like get out of here take mr aizawa and go up with 13 and i'm gonna go take care of this mm-hmm. deku's really nervous yeah but all might smiles so we he gives him a thumbs up yeah so we trust him so he's like okay i'm gonna we're gonna go do this. Yep. So and like, then he does a very good job of carrying Eraserhead, who is a fucking adult man. Just wanted to point out that he carries him very easily for an adult man. Uh, so very strong kid. 
<laughs> well, he he was pushing fridges around. That's true. <laughs> cleaning beach, as it were, yeah. recently. So he's got that good upper body strength. Mm-hmm. But almost not going to waste any time. He's going to jump right in and finish this quick. Mm-hmm. Because, as you might imagine, he used up a lot of his energy yeah. earlier in the day. There's only so much time left. So he goes in for that Carolina, that Carolina smash. Yep. The, the two hands to mm-hmm. turn Chigaraki into a pile of bones, mm-hmm. presumably. But Nomu, the giant bioengineered bird man, mm-hmm. gets in the way and... He is not bothered. No, he absorbs the blow, and we learn that we well, all might pieces together that his ability is shock shock absorption, basically. Shock absorption. Yeah, or it could be that too. Let's be honest. The we plague don't know. of top drawers yeah. everywhere. Yeah, he he's the one that's responsible for all your fucking missing socks. That's um, really the truth. No yeah. who comes, walks through your home, and absorbs your socks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he can take those hits. Which and is very fucking impressive. Like, it was one thing when it was Deku doing it, but we don't, we know that Deku doesn't have much control over the power right now. But All Might has, like, we, we see he's always impressive when it comes to when he's hitting with strength, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we also know that this is a situation in which, how can I put this? All Might, when he hits this guy mm-hmm. full strength, like, there's not even a ripple. No. Like, it doesn't budge. No. It's like punching a wall. Yeah. And Shigaraki points out that he was bioengineered specifically to be able to absorb All Might at 100%. Mm-hmm. All of your strength. He has been bioengineered to absorb all of it. Mm-hmm. And we know that All Might is not at 100%. He's not. And so, like, that is a really big problem. So... All Might decides that he's got to immobilize this big bird man because yeah. it's going to be a problem. It's like, well, I can't hit him. I'm going to pile drive into the fucking ground. Yeah, do like a wrestler suplex. move. <laughs> yeah. He grabs him and he does this like fall back to drive him into the ground. Mm-hmm. There's this really great moment in which uh, everybody's looking back at the fight from mm-hmm. a distance. And Sue is like, wow, he's really powerful. Too bad he's such a bad new teacher. <laughs> yeah, it's such a rookie teacher that has to look at his notes all the time. Really great hero, not so great teacher. Mm-hmm. And in this scene, Deku is like really still nervous because yeah. he realizes that All Might is not at 100%. Yeah. That All Might has a limit. That All Might is injured. Like no one else here knows mm-hmm. everything. And there's, he still wants to trust him. He still wants to trust him. And he, he just kind of points out like I'm the only one who knows. Mm-hmm. Like how much danger he's really in. Mm-hmm. And we jump right into seeing why he's in danger because Portal Guy... Oh, there's a little flashback at this moment. Well, there's a flashback of when we first learned about his injury. And I feel like, yes, we've seen this scene before, but it's important because it, it hits on the the theme of him being a symbol. Where he talks about why it's no one can see... Like, everyone needs to see him smile. Mm-hmm. No one can see that he's weak. Like, part of being a symbol means that even when you're dying, even when you need to rest, you can't, um, which is a huge burden, I feel like. And there's some sort of line about how his smile gives other people peace or something like that, um, which I feel like, it once again, sort of drives home, like the point of this episode, that All Might as a symbol. And it shows why that's not necessarily a good thing, because he may be smiling, well, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's at 100%. He's just doing it to inspire other people. 
Yeah, and I mean, there's the the counterbalance to that too, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're the symbol and you die, yeah, everybody will lose hope exactly. because they were they were counting on you to do it, and they had no reason to think that you couldn't. So, yeah. like, that's a really big concern because we know how how in danger mm-hmm. everyone here is. Yes, like I mean, we saw that literally last episode before All Might showed up. Um, everyone was going to die, basically. Yeah, it's it's a real bad situation, and it's made worse by the fact that what is it, Kur- Kurosagi? Uh, Kurogiri. Kurogiri, uh, the the purple portal man mm-hmm. has opened a portal underneath Nomu and propped him up out mm-hmm. another portal so that he could grab All Might trapped in his suplex position, mm-hmm. and he's digging his claws into his guts. Yeah, he knows exactly where his injury is, which. Again, is really interesting how he knows that when that's supposed to be this big secret. Yep. And All Might realizes very quickly like how much of a problem this is and tries to break mm-hmm. this thing's grip and he can't. It's no. like as strong as he is mm-hmm. and he's really stuck. Yep. He's in a very bad position and Purple Portal guy uh, decides to be like, yeah, like Nomu's job was to hold you down. Mine's to like basically cut you in half mm-hmm. with a Pretty portal. Dark. They make this interesting comment about how he doesn't really want all of All Might's blood and guts like inside of him, mm-hmm. uh, which is super gross. Yes. I mean, I, I, that makes sense that you'd only want to have your own blood and guts inside of you, not a stranger's. It's it, weird. It's it's very, very bad. Mm-hmm. And when Deku realizes like what is about to happen, he comes charging back in. He hands, but not he passes a racer head, and, who again is a fucking adult man to Sue, and she's like, "Oh sure," and then he charges in. And Sue, we know, has these cool frog powers, but I don't think she listed super strength as one of them. What we don't know is a racer head is actually very, very, very light. light. He weighs he, about fifty pounds. <laughs> no, it, less than that. <laughs> he's lighter now that he's been hidden to the ground a yeah. bunch of times. Uh, but Deku comes charging in, like. In a rush, not really thinking about it. And this is where the show does a really good job throughout the entire series of reinforcing All Might as like a father-like figure. Yeah. And we know that Deku doesn't have like an active dad figure mm-hmm. outside of All Might. So this makes sense. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's so much more I want you to teach me. Like, you can't go right now. Mm-hmm. And he runs like right into a trap. Oh, yeah. It's it's pretty dumb. But, you know, he is a kid. Charges in. Doesn't think. Doesn't think at all. Body moves. Yeah. We, we get to reinforce that first episode here, where yeah. Deku acts before he thinks sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he's running down into what is going to be his portal death, mm-hmm. basically. And at the last minute, some people are here to save the day. And it's Bakugo, Todoroki, and Karishima. And Bakugo, like, hand blasts Kurosaki. Kurosaki? I can't pronounce his Kurigiri. name. Kurigiri. Kurigiri. The Kuragiri, I can't say things. Warpgate. Warpgate. Um, which is interesting because, you know, Kuragiri's powers are all darkness. And, you know, it makes you wonder if Bakugou's powers, which are basically all light, are what helps him be a strong match for him. Yeah, and I mean, that's something that'll come up later yeah. in relation to another character, which we haven't spent a lot of time with yet. No. But, yeah, he's like, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. When I fought you earlier... You said, phew, that was close mm-hmm. when I almost blasted this middle section of you. And you wouldn't have said that if I couldn't hurt you. Yeah, just like Ochako picked up on the fact that, you know, he has to have some sort of a body. And he's able to figure out exactly where it is and use that to um, disarm him pretty effectively. Yep, and Todoroki 
uh, ends up freezing Nomu, Nomu. Yeah. Without freezing All Might. Yeah, which is also very good. Which allows All Might to get free. Mm-hmm. And Karishima comes in to get a hit off on Shigaraki, but doesn't doesn't work, out. doesn't work out. And he's like, "I missed my chance to be manly, basically." Yeah, and he's not. I I like him, but he's not on the same level as everyone else here. No, he, he definitely isn't. At least not in season one. No, no. And he's forced to take a step back with everybody else as they gather up. And Deku's like, "Oh my god, everybody came to save all my." Yeah, and Todoroki has an interesting line that. Again, with symbols, he's like, the symbol of peace cannot be killed by villains like you or something like that, Um, which, again, sort of shows how another positive thing about symbols is the fact that they can inspire others. And because All Might is this symbol, he was able to inspire all these people to come and basically save the day. And these are, it's really important to note, too, like, these are the people in the class who are aiming to be the top. Oh, yeah. Like, these are the people who everybody else is running for the door, and their first instinct was to run to the the problem yeah despite the fact that they know like largely they're probably overmatched i don't know if bakugo believes that oh no he's probably he's yeah he's he thinks he's fine (laughs) but it's definitely a problem we get a scene back up the top speaking of everybody who is cowering up there they see sue and Mineta Mm -hmm. coming up yeah and they're like oh like we're gonna go help you and 13 Makes a point of saying, leave everything to All Might. Basically, stall for time. Mm-hmm. And when the teachers show up, like, get to a safe place. Mm-hmm. Like, more help is bound to be coming. Like, your job is to stay out of All Might's way and wait for more adults. Yes. Which is good advice. It is. Yeah. I don't think any of the kids up there are... are... They're not even thinking about it. No. <laughs> uh, the people who that needed that advice... Are all are, down there. Are all down there in the shit. And... We we end up in a situation where it looks like the heroes have kind of gained the upper hand. Mm-hmm. All Might is is free. Bakugo is sitting on warp gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, if you move, I will blow you up. Mm-hmm. And again, we have that comment of like, that's not very hero like of nope. you. <laughs> uh, and he's like jazzed about it. He's yeah. gonna blow up this casing and mm-hmm. kill this guy because Bakugo is Bakugo. Yeah. And this. Gets reversed on them very quickly. Yeah, because while Bakugo is a good match for Kurogiri, he's not a good match for Nomu. And Nomu goes after Bakugo. Yeah, and we should point out that this happens because he gets up, breaks his arm and leg off, the ones that were frozen, and then regenerates. Yeah, showing that he has more than just one power, which Which will be important later. It's something that we haven't seen in the show before. Uh, so he's like super strong and he can regenerate and he's got this shock absorption. And he runs in to punch Bakugo off of Kurigiri mm-hmm. as hard as possible. And everyone gets blown back by the air pressure. Mm-hmm. And for, you think that like Bakugo's dead for, for like three seconds. You're like, he's a bloody mess on the floor. Yeah, there's no way he could have survived that. Nope. <laughs> but in, it turns out that he's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's with everybody else because all my interposed yeah and he managed to move so quickly that he like he moved bakugo and he took the blow and it was everyone is very impressed yeah they're like oh my goodness Mm -hmm. uh at this point you have all Might who who realizes at this point this this is very dangerous Mm -hmm. like he came in being like i'm just gonna come take care of this and now he realizes that this is not quite as simple as he originally thought and he tells the kids like you gotta get yeah out of here like, I can't, basically, I can't block for you and mm-hmm. deal with this. And everyone's like, but you would have been in trouble if we didn't help before. And he's like, that's true. But 
I'm the adult. Like, you need to you need to go. And he gives Deku the thumbs up. He gives Deku the thumbs up so you feel better about it. But on the inside, we get his internal monologue where he's like, you know, I'm, I'm running low on power. Running low. Um, but he has to persist because he is the symbol of peace, basically. He, he didn't use those Energizer batteries. Nope. The <laughs> Energizer All Might. I don't know if people will get that reference, love. Does Energizer still use the bunny? I don't think they use the bunny in the commercials anymore. Dating ourselves. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're so old. Yep. But here we are. All Might's like, I'm running out of time. And in very All Might fashion, something that we're going to see again and again throughout the series, he's like, well, if he's meant to resist me at 100%, I'm going to go beyond that yep. plus ultra moment. And he really pulls on that inner reserve of power mm -hmm. to have a beatdown fest oh, yeah. with Nomu. Like, punch for punch. And he's like, if your ability is shock absorption, there must be only so much of it you can take. And I'm going to do so much damage to you that your regeneration can't keep up. Mm -hmm. And we get this great uh, little inner monologue from him talking about this. And we get to touch back on something from earlier in the series when he mentioned to the kids, a hero can always pull through a tough spot. That's mm -hmm. what makes him a hero. And we get to see that as he blows Nomu out of the out of the water, out of the dome, out of the everywhere. Into the sky. He it's like kinda it's almost like a, one of those Looney Tune cartoons or something like that, when the cartoon character gets blasted so far into the sky they're just a little spark in the sky. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he blasts him with a huge punch mm -hmm. after much fanfare and animation. Yeah. Uh through the dome of USJ with such force that it blows a hole in the dome. Nomu is nowhere to be seen. Mm -hmm. You presume he's probably alive because he's got regeneration and yeah. superpowers, but he's gone. Mm -hmm. And the kids are all kind of like blown back by this explosive uh, show of force. And they're like, oh my God, like, yeah, th this is the... That is unbelievable. Like, it's interesting the different reactions you see from them. Because everyone's, you know, very impressed. And, but, like, you know, Todoroki looks like, so this is what the top really is. Which is an interesting comment. Mm -hmm. uh, and Bakugo was just in awe about the level of power that he just witnessed. Deku's still very nervous, but very yes. impressed. <laughs> uh, and everybody up top is cheering by the gate because they know... Like, at least they feel right now that they've been saved, right? Like, mm -hmm. All Might punch somebody through a dome. They're like, did you just punch a dude through a dome? Like, But it is almost immediately undercut by the fact that All Might makes comment like, clearly, you know, I'm getting weaker in my old age. Like, I used to be able to do that in five hits, and it took over 300 or something like yeah. that. Like, he's, he's getting weaker at a yeah. drastic pace yes. since he gave his powers to Deku. Mm -hmm. And this isn't great for obvious reasons. And in fact... He's almost at his limit. He's yep. got like a minute or two left and that's it. The The trademark kind of smoke is yep. coming off of him as he loses his muscle form. And so he moves to intimidation mm -hmm. as the tactic and stares down Shigaraki as Shigaraki is also totally blown away by oh, this. Yeah. He's like, yeah. what? I mean, how can you not be? I mean, <laughs> They had, a, you know, we didn't touch on this, but they had an interesting conversation where you get a little bit of Shigaraki's mindset yep. where he's like, you know, society glorifies violence from heroes in the name of protecting people. But the, but the exact same violence is labeled as villainous when they come from other people. Which, I mean, I think there's a little more going on there than that. But it is an interesting point about the glorification of violence in the society, which 
we have seen, I mean, with Bakugo, the drawbacks of that, I yep. feel like. And he also has, you know, he, again, he talks about him being, you know, the symbol of peace. And basically, when we get rid of you, there there will be just tons of violence as a result of it when yep. you go out there. Violence begets violence. Yeah. And the most violence will happen from getting rid of you. Yeah. And we're left on a cliffhanger. I didn't think we were going to get left on this cliffhanger. I thought it would resolve completely this episode. Yeah, that's the one tricky thing about anime because it's all based on, you know, manga chapters. So sometimes, like, where an episode ends is, like, not at the end of the storyline. And this is one of those examples. But we have a whole episode next time that will wrap everything up. Yeah, there's only one episode left in season one. Yep. And then then we're done with mm-hmm. the, the season. We'll do, like, a wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wrap-up episode for you guys. But what did you think of the episode? This is one of my favorites of season one. And I feel like watching it now with this different perspective, like, you know, knowing that I'm going to review it, like, it allowed me to do more than just look at the cool fights. Like, I, don't get me wrong. The fights were really cool this episode, especially the one with All Might and his 300 punches. But it also allows me to look at, you know, the episode is called All Might. And it is all about, as we mentioned before, what it is to be a symbol and why that can be a bad thing because it means that, you know, even when you're hurt, even when you're dying, you can't give up. But it can be a good thing because it can inspire people to gather around you and it can inspire you to go beyond in moments when you really need those extra reserves of strength. Um, So I feel like this was a really good episode for the character of All Might and it was just really fucking fun. I agree. I think this is a really good episode. And I think one of the things I've noticed in watching this season through Mm -hmm. critically, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. is how well it sets up a lot of things later. Yeah. Like really early. Mm -hmm. Um, Like even the stuff we're talking about, about the symbol stuff and like how important that is. No spoilers down the road. Mm -hmm. Like it does so much foreshadowing that I didn't realize was happening as early as mm-hmm. it is. And it's set up really, really well. There, yeah. Like like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, there are a couple of problems that get retconned later, like how many people know his secret and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But for the what most part... What does Todoroki part, look like? <laughs> what does Todoroki look like? Yeah. The, the overarching themes mm-hmm. are set well really early. Yeah. And there are plot points with characters that get set in the first season that play out into season four, where we are now, Mm -hmm. which frankly is really, really impressive Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of, there is a tendency when you write fiction, whether you write like a book or a manga or like a regular US comic or whatever, Mm -hmm. where the story changes as you write it and and it it doesn't write itself, Mm -hmm. but things that you had assumptions about when you started don't always stay. Yeah constant and this shows that the manga artist and the writer like he had a very solid framework and Mm -hmm. plan when he started and he's largely kept to it yes and i do think they do also a great job because this is one of the last episodes of season one of setting up some of those arcs that continue into season two like todoroki is such an important character in season two like he shows up a bit in season one and he's very impressive and all that but he's so important in season two and i feel like his last moments here really set up the uh the journey that he goes on yeah when we when we get into season two we're gonna have to make a note to revisit that so that's the top Mm -hmm. comment because i think it's 
really important in discussing his character and his relationship with another character that we will meet next season. Yeah. And I think that that's going to be a worthwhile discussion. We'll put it on our to to do list. Okay. Uh, I will try to remember. I won't remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I will try. I will write it down somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look what episode we learn about them in and just leave myself a note. There's quite a few episodes in, I think. Yeah, it's not right at the beginning. No. Uh, but we do get some really good background on, on Todoroki in season two. Yep. Uh, we get his flashback life story, mm-hmm. uh, which will be, I think, the perfect time to, to discuss that. that particular comment. Who gets your plus ultra character of the week? I, <laughs> I, it's all Might. It's all Might. <laughs> yeah, who else? I mean, that's not to say that there weren't other characters with impressive moments. Todoroki and Bakugo, I feel like, deserve a pat on the back. They did. They intervened at just the right moments, and if it hadn't been for them, things would have gone a lot differently. But obviously, All Might literally went beyond. That was like the point of his final fight. He was able to go beyond. He specifically told the villain, have you ever heard the the, the gospel of Plus Ultra? Well, yeah. he <laughs> fucking punched him out of the dome. Yeah. There's nobody else who could get it this week. We're both unanimous in mm-hmm. that decision. All Might deserves it. Yeah. This episode does an amazing job of cementing why he is a great character and why he is just... He is so inspiring to watch, honestly, in a way that I, I often feel Superman never is. Yeah. Like, I love All Might so much, and I nearly came to tears in this episode, despite the fact that I think I've seen it three times. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we always get the discussion, at least, you know, in media and such, like, gee, how can we make these super powerful characters interesting? No one cares about these super powerful characters like Superman. Usually it's about Superman. And All Might is a perfect example of how to make a character interesting. Because you match his extreme strength with extreme weakness. And you add in this wonderful, boisterous sort of personality. And the fact that, you know, the, the reactions that you see from all the other characters. How in awe they are of him and how his mere presence fills them with hope. You can't help but feel that a bit yourself. Which is very effective. He's such a great character. I think it's also highlighted in the fact that unlike what I feel happens in a lot of U.S.-based comics, mm-hmm. All Might bleeds yeah. For, yeah. for these sacrifices that yeah. he makes. Like, he gets really hurt. and Yeah, he's definitely... I mean, he is the all-powerful character. So you have, you know, those really cool badass moments where he comes in and saves the day. But he works for it, you know? Yep. Which makes you feel like he deserves it. There are moments in this episode, in, in all the episodes where he's featured really prominently in mm-hmm. a fight, where you're not sure, mm-hmm. like, he's going to make it yeah. through, which is really important. Because, I mean, obviously, DC did Death of Superman, yep. like, and that was, like, a big deal. I remember reading it as a, as a kid, but for the most part, you never really feel like Superman's in too much danger. And I feel like... Well, not nowadays, because nowadays, no characters stay dead. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. But... But you know what I mean. He yeah, gets yeah, into yeah. a scrap and he gets pushed, but he doesn't look like he's real beat up. No, he's not no, bloodied no. and bleeding on the ground. No. But All Might does. And like where we are at the end of this episode, he's standing there. He has no power left. Mm-hmm. He's got a guy in front of him who literally disintegrates people by touching them. Yeah. He could kick it. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in the, you want to talk about narrative structure, right? He's passed his power to Deku. Mm-hmm. He set him on the path. Yep. Does he need to live beyond this point? 
you know what technically no (laughs) like like this could be sort of like you know he went out in a blaze of glory yep and that's the example that's set for for deku you could totally Mm -hmm. end this season with that happening Mm -hmm. where he's like this is the price of this power and the responsibility of being a hero and this is what it means to be the symbol of peace and the he, whole package. And he uses it as the framework to inspire himself mm-hmm. throughout his remaining years. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we won't go into what happens next episode, but that's one possibility. And it's a very real possibility in the way that it's written. You leave this episode thinking that that, that could happen. Yeah. And that's, that's really meaningful from a stakes mm-hmm. perspective as a viewer. Yeah. Where you're like... We, we don't talk about this a lot, but I think as, as a viewer or a reader, depending on how you're absorbing a medium, how you figure out what the stakes are, are how everyone else in the story reacts to yes. what the stakes are. Yeah. Like, they inform how worried should mm-hmm. you be. And Deku is very worried. Yes. Uh, all Might is worried. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's the dude with all the power. Yeah. So, yeah. All Might... Plus Ultra Character of the Week. Great episode. Mm -hmm. This is a great way to end the season. Mm -hmm. And it's so obvious watching this again why this show took off. Oh yeah, definitely. It definitely has less of a budget uh, than the other seasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, You could see it in the long fight scene that we had here. Like some of the animation is a little less It's not as uh, detailed. Um, You feel like, oh, this is where the budget starts to run out. Still very impressive, but this is where the budget starts to run out. (laughs) Um, Compare that to season four and how many big fights we've had in season four. And the money's just still spilling through the episodes. And it is interesting, like, oh, yes, as you mentioned, this is why the show is so popular. But we haven't even delved into some of the reasons why the show is so good, like in some of the characters. Season two, in my opinion, is better than season one. It's to be honest, it's my favorite season. We'll get into that as we get into season two. Yeah, I agreed. But at the time that this was airing, unless you had read the manga, mm-hmm. you didn't know what was coming next. Nope. But it still is really good on its own. Like, if this is all the MHA that ever existed, mm-hmm. it's damn good. Yeah. And that's it. That's our episode. That's our uh, Plus Ultra Character of the Week. We got one more in season one, and then what we're going to do... So we're going to do a season one wrap up where we're going to talk about our thoughts of the season as a whole. Maybe give our thoughts on like our favorite characters, mm-hmm. like maybe a small list. Not all of them. There are so many. So many. But we're, we're going to do that wrap up and then we're going to jump into season two. In the meantime, if you want to talk with us about how much you love this episode, you can totally do so on Twitter at One For All Podcast. You can what all- about if they don't love the episode? Well, they can come tell us that too. But if you don't like this episode, you're wrong. You should feel bad. <laughs> Because it's a great episode. Yes. Uh, you can also find us directly on Twitter at Mezzer Engine. And I'm at Watch Nancy Tweet. Additionally, if you love the show, we'd love to hear about it. Leaving a review on Apple Podcasts is the easiest way to help the show out. It's totally free and it helps other people find the pod. Uh, we say it every time, but it's really important. I cannot stress that enough. Uh, But I'm going to leave it there. Thank you to everyone who has rated and reviewed the show. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to check out all that good hero fiction that my wife writes. Uh, Red and Black and Black and Blue are available on Amazon now by Nancy O'Toole Meservier. And Book 3, Silver and Gold, is available to (gasps) pre-order. It's up for pre-order! Yeah! It's so exciting. I'm probably going to get to read a beta version of Book 4 soon. Probably. Soon, 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 which is real exciting. 
I want to take a moment to thank you all for listening this week. Again, thanks for joining us on this season one extravaganza. We've got more for you in the future. Thank you to Richard DaCosta, the composer who made our opening and ending credits for us. We really appreciate it. It's real good. And of course, a special thank you to my wife and co-host Nancy for joining me on this frankly sometimes ridiculous podcast where Mm -hmm. we talk about a show for children. Yep. uh, Because it's fantastic. Yep. We're going to see you next time next week as we dive into episode 13 and the last episode of season one for In Each of Our Hearts. Uh, what a nice, what a nice Aww. episode name. Into- and taken literally, gross. Gross. <laughs> do, 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 do. But we will see you next time, folks. Thank you very much. See you then.